Well, welcome back, everyone, to the 77th episode of the TundraCast. Today, I got Ryan. What's up, boys? And I got Q. What's up? And uh, we're over half. We're just a bit over halfway done the season. And like last year, we're we're gonna go over our surprising players of the year. Uh, there's been a lot of them. There- it's been another high-scoring year in the NHL. A lot of crazy stories. And yeah, uh, let's just t- get right into it. So. Q, who do you have as a surprising player so far? Well, it's weird because I have uh, actually have two players because it's a tandem, and it has to be the uh, Leafs tandem of Murray and Samsonov. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree on that one, right? Everyone has that, probably. Yep. Yeah. I so. I chose not to put them in there just to avoid possible homerism, but <laughs> I I I agree. I mean, especially Sammy. I think Sammy has been great. Absolutely. I mean, there's absolutely no way around it because. Um, He's definitely been the top tandem in the league, except maybe just because Allmark's been so good on Boston. Boston, um, yeah. But other than that, just like two goalies put together, they've been absolutely amazing. Samsonov uh, at home has been pretty much unstoppable. Um, Murray's been really good on the uh, on the road, and they both yeah they both faced a couple injuries and they still played really well. And I just the fact that uh, Dubis uh, brought in Murray and like you know, got something extra for him is pretty insane to me. So um, it's just a testament to what Dubis is able to do. He, like, finds players uh, at their worst and manages to see that they'll have – they still have a future. And it's still – it's always impressive to me. And he uh, brings these players out of the woodwork, and it it works out more than it doesn't work out, I think. So that's just uh, another thing to say. Please sign Dubis before the end of the season. And – yeah, that that the tandem has just been absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. Uh, yeah, I didn't have them on my on my list because uh, I only had three. You guys had five, but if I were to expand to five, I think that 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 duo right there would would be in it for sure. Um, they've been really, I've been really impressed. You know, we talked about the X factor heading into the season was going to be the goaltending. Could it hold up? We know the rest of the team is amazing. Um, is goaltending like it was last year going to be our Achilles heel? Um, and it hasn't. It really hasn't. I've been I've been pleasantly surprised by Samsonov. I've been I'm not gonna lie. I've been waiting for like the last like month for him to just fall off a cliff because I've been talking to some Capital fans and they're like, oh, this is this is always Samsonov. He starts off hot. He's got these hot stretches. He's gonna fall apart soon. Don't worry. And he really hasn't. He had a couple of shaky starts um, around the All Star break. But overall, um, yeah, I've been impressed with that duo. Yeah. I mean, I, Matt Murray, I mean, Murray's kind of trailed off as the season has went on. He's only at a point nine eleven this year, but I mean, that's better than what most people expected, right? Pe- people expected him to be some, like, point nine hundred sub goalie, right? So it's good to see Murray bounce back. Um, I did have Samsonov before the video started, but before we started, I thought of another player, so I had to take him out. And it's also a goaltender, um, Philip Gustafson from the Minnesota Wild. Mm. Yeah. Um, he has been one of the best goalies in the league this year, and he I know he's only played 21 games, but he uh, he's a .923 and a 2.27 on Minnesota, 11-8-1. Um, he's kind of the only reason why they're still in a playoff spot right now because for some reason that team just kind of sucks, and I don't know why. It, like, oh, like, yeah, they Flurry, should be a lot better. Yeah, like Flurry hasn't really done well. What a shocker. He's like 40 years old. <laughs> and like yeah like and you remember they got Gustafson from that Cam Talbot trade 
And you know, Talbot Talbot's kind of falling off in Ottawa. So yeah, he's on IR now too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Phil, uh, sorry, Anton Forsberg just got injured today. So uh, oh, I didn't know that. Now that the I think Matt Sogar's the third stringer. So. <laughs> That's yeah, I mean, it would be it would have been nice uh, to have Phil Gustafson, huh? I can't, as a least that I can't <laughs> say I'm too broken up about this. Uh, <laughs> we could all see it coming to an extent. I mean, no one, no one saw it going this badly, but. Yeah, remember, remember at the start of the season, all these Sens fans were trying to tell us, "Ah, oh, the Sens are gonna compete for a playoff spot this year." You, you watch, we're taking Ontario back. I was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Have fun with that." Yeah, but you know, good for Gustafson. Um, finally showing that he's a starter. He's been bouncing around a lot, huh? He, like started in Pittsburgh, went to yeah. Ottawa, and now he's in Minnesota. And he's I mean, not. the thing is, he doesn't have a really a future there because they got Jesper Walston in the AHL. So. Um, there is a crazy oversaturation of like good goalies. I feel like now, um, there's like, a lot of talent that's coming in. A lot of guys that came out of nowhere, like exactly. uh, Spencer Martin over in Vancouver, Phoenix Copley over in um in LA. They 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 pulled him out. They gave him an extension. I think yesterday or two days ago. Mm-hmm. Scott Wedgwood's had some co- a couple of good games. Vanacek just decided out of nowhere to just be a good goalie, like a great goalie. <laughs> Again, for New exactly. Jersey. Bro, just think about what Washington did. So no, nah, you know what? There must be like some problem with the goalie coach in Washington because Holpe was asked near his tenure. Um, Kemper has been great there. Like I don't know, maybe it's the goalie coach. Well, to be fair, Kemper hasn't been horrible either. I don't think bringing in. I, Kemper... well, I mean, Kemper's just an elite goalie, or okay, not elite, but he's a very good goalie. Or and, and, and to be fair to Kemper, he's played behind way worse teams, oh, <laughs> Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> thing is Kemper Kemper himself hasn't been bad I don't think that move in itself was bad but the bad move was the moves that they didn't make to bring back Vanacek and Samsonov because that man that looks bad on them now I mean Mm -hmm. both of those guys look like they're gonna be one A's for for two teams that are at the top of the Eastern Conference so yeah yeah yikes yikes um so my first name is honestly a sneaky resurgence. That that line that he's been playing on with, I think he's playing on a line with Robertson and Hints. But okay, yeah, Jamie, here we go. Jamie Ben, man, wow, like that, like he's on he's on pace for his like highest point total since like 2018, 2017. And yeah. remember, he won like the heart in like 2016 or something like that. So like he, he's he's turning back the clock to like prime Jamie Ben. He's got I, I don't have his numbers, but I think he's got like close to like he's almost point per game. He's on yep. page for like 69 points or something. Nice. I mean, yeah, nice. I mean, wow. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I did not see that coming at all. You know, I, I was pretty shocked when I, when I saw how, how well he was doing. He's top like 15 or something in points this season or something yeah. like that. It's, it's crazy. I that Sagan's still washed, but that's fine. Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not Sagan's fault. He's had a bunch of injury issues in his career, which sucks to see. Thank God the Leafs trade him and Dougie Hamilton for Phil Kessel, am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's just something up with Dallas. Even Joe Pavelski is aging backwards. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. I don't get it. There's something in the water. Something, something in the water back there. <laughs> Bro, they don't Turns get water down. right now. They're stuck in their ice Hugh, right. who's your second player? Oh, my second player. Right about that. Uh, so, um, well, we were talking about Eric Carlson before we came and started this recording, and this oh, guy, yeah. he just came out of. It's been so long since he's been a good player. When was the last time? Like twenty seventeen. Yeah. By the way, Carlson's my second player too. So we'll just talk about it right now. Um, 
yeah, he's probably going to win the Norris this year. And he deserves it. He's or uh, There's also Adam Fox, too. But, like, man, Carlson has been amazing. He came out of nowhere, and he just and returned it, to form. And it's funny. He's doing this on the Sharks, and the Sharks really have no elite talent right now. So Other it's like, than Meyer. Who the Meyer. I mean, besides Meyer, but he's going <laughs> to be traded, right? How does he have 70 points on his crap team as a defenseman? I don't get it. It's insane. Yeah, yeah I mean, Carlson's the definition of, and I took that personally. Matt had to sit there for four years in San Jose and just listen to everyone call him Wash. And he was like, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. I know. No. I wonder I wonder how much of it has to do with Brent Burns moving on because I guess he gets all of Brent Burns' minutes now. True. You know, I... that, is, that is fair. That is fair. But yeah, like it's I'm I'm happy to see Carlos succeed. Like he's always been one of my favorite players to watch. Um, he's so like, much he, fun to watch. He's so talented on a like on a different level of talent because yeah, you never see he, he kind of revolutionized the way defensemen play when he uh uh when he like back in his prime back when he was with Ottawa and uh, we've seen a lot of other de- uh, defensemen kind of step into that role since he dropped off, but it's. I feel like it's never really been the same or as good as he was back then. Yeah, well, I mean, cool. yeah. While we're on that topic, can we just say that like Eric Carlson, if he retired today, is a Hall of Famer? Oh, oh yeah, I can't, I can't hear this this Twitter slander anymore about oh, this yeah. man. Like, like if you took if you took Eric Carlson's time in Ottawa alone, you just ignored the like the past like four years and this season when he probably will win the Norris again. It's a Hall of Famer. That's a Hall of Famer, right? 100%. Like. Like, man, like, I can't, like, just, you know, he had, like, three, four years where he was just okay and he wasn't great. Like, he wasn't even bad, you know, like, the last four years. He just wasn't worth the $11.5 million oh, yeah. that San Jose paid him. It's not like he was all of a sudden, like, Tyson Berry, right? Like, he's he was still, like, a decent enough player. But, you know, this year again, yeah, I mean, return to form. It's crazy. And, and speaking about that Ottawa days, I mean, the 2017 playoff run he had where he was point per game and he did on one foot carry yeah. his team to the conference final. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, see what Carlson, it came out today that the Oilers might be interested in him. And imagine Eric Carlson of Connor McDavid, man. Oh, boy, I get chills. Negative defense. You know <laughs> but, what? but like, and then you know you'll what? be crying okay. when... <laughs> I'd be crying? You'll be crying when um the Oilers don't make the playoffs last year, next year, and that's a lottery pick that goes, like, top five. Yep. <laughs> that, that won't happen, thankfully, right? Yeah. Can't, <laughs> can't, wait, can't wait to see the trade. You know, it's Reed Schaefer, um, you Bro, got, you, you uh, Dylan Holloway, Schaefer. three first-round picks, Tyson <laughs> Berry. <laughs> Stuart Skinner, you got to pay, pay Carlson $8 million the next four years. Can't uh, wait to see that trade. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> all right, all right. I, laugh all you want. <laughs> <laughs> we're at least we shouldn't be laughing. Uh, no, no, no. Knowing us, we're you trading know, for Tyler Myers, and I'm the, gonna cry. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Oh wait, no but I'm pretty sure it's Nick Kip- Kiprios who said that, right? No, oh, there we are. We're chilling. That he doesn't. No, know. it's someone from the Nick fourth period. It was someone from the fourth period. Okay, well that's yeah, not Pagnoda, much better. I think it might be Pagnoda. That's not that much better, but like you know. But still, if you get you know, yeah, laugh what you want. All right, if you want to laugh at us getting Eric Carlson, I'll laugh at you for getting fucking Tyler Myers. I'm just, I'm just gonna say, why would we even want to trade for Tyler Myers? Beef. Like, Hall <laughs> just was really a cheaper, better version of him. Uh, we and still they're got both t- bad. Connor Timmins. Hall actually hasn't been terrible. Okay, no, Hall's been really is, good lately. Is, is Justin Hall? Six foot seven? No, he is not. Sorry, six foot eight. 
bro, if we wanted a six foot seven dude, we just wouldn't have traded for Connor Timmons. We just played Curtis Douglas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What does I have to do with anything? <laughs> oh yeah, that's, no. That, that, not to mention Connor Timmons is still waiting to play, and he's been amazing too. So like, I hey, give him an extension too, eh? Two yeah, dude, that and it's a solid extension. You can bury that if you want. One point one million. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Anyways, good, yeah, yeah. Eric Carlson, damn good season for him. Uh, Ryan, who's your second player? Uh, I got a guy who's in the Norris con- conversation, and another surprise uh, guy to the conversation. You know, when at the start of the season you say, ah, oh, Adam Fox, Kale McCarr, Roman Yossi, maybe some people have gone Headman, and then maybe like some, like, if, I guess Carlson Fanatics might have just thrown his name in there for the fun of it, but I don't think anybody, not even the most deluded Winnipeg Jets fans, yeah. would say Josh Morrissey in 2023 would be a legitimate Norris candidate. Um, he's really stepped into that number one defenseman role. And I've, I've been guilty of this. I've been kind of crappy on Morrissey the last like two, three years. I'm mm-hmm. like, he's an, he's a, he's supposed to be a two-way defenseman, but he doesn't play a two-way game and he doesn't put up those points offensively either, but he's really turned around. He's been solid on his own end. Um, he's been loading up points, especially on that power play unit. Um, he's been great. And, uh, I'm glad to see it. I like Morrissey when he was playing for the world juniors. It's funny that you're saying that he's a good two-way game because uh, he's having a worse year this year defensively than last year. <laughs> yeah, he's really? still not good. Yeah. He's still <laughs> but no, but, I mean, he's number three on my list just because like he's over a point per game. So, like, like yeah, yeah Morris, he's on, on my list. I mean, we're just talking about him right now. But, yeah, um, I mean, I've, I haven't, like, I feel like no matter who coaches the Winnipeg Jets, they're just not going to play defense. Like, they're, they just True. absolutely refuse to play defense. I mean, I mean like, they got Mark Shifley on their team, so I'm not surprised. Oh my god, bro! Oh, um, I will talk about he, Mark Shifley. Why, why, why do people think this guy's an elite number one center? He just—I don't like Shifley, man. Like, there's nothing not, good about him. He's dirty. He's like, he pisses like a baby, and dude is actually <laughs> not actually good at hockey anymore. So, he, like, he he refuses to back check. Like, I'm I'm. I think a huge part of Winnipeg's issue, and this is something that they've talked about for like the last like two, three years, is a culture issue, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't help. I mean, when it's Winnipeg. Yeah, when two of your best players, yeah, yeah, it doesn't help that it's Winnipeg, but that two of your best players that have been longtime locker room presences that you gave letters on their sweater in Shifley and Wheeler are probably like Wheeler used to be good defensively. Like, it's not really his fault. He's just old now. He's slow. And that's why he's not so good defensively. I'm pretty sure Shifley, he's always been slow. Yeah, no, that's true. But Shifley, like, come on, man! Like, you, how old is Shifley? Like, thirty-one, thirty-two? Like, there's, there's no reason you, 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 you should not be back checking on every play. Shifley's right? twenty-nine. Oh god, oh, what? Wow. <laughs> wow! Like, I, I, I don't know. Um, but I mean, that whole team doesn't. I, I thought. To be fair, I thought in a couple of games I've watched of Winnipeg this year, and to be fair, I don't watch many Winnipeg games because. Who cares about the Jets? Um, <laughs> but um, I've only watched like one or two games. But he he looked a little bit better to me. But you know maybe maybe that's just me getting the you know like the Norris bias. It's like oh he's a complete defenseman now because he's in the Norris conversation. I mean he's definitely been doing it offensively though. We're seeing yeah. what what we saw a couple years ago at the World Juniors when he was probably one of Canada's workhorse defensemen at that tournament. Yeah. So yeah, Morris was my number three. So. Okay. Unless you nice. have him on your list, Q. No, I do not. Okay. It's a good pick, though. Who do you have? I have Carter Hart. 
and I've been saying this for so long now. That I thought Carter Hart was gonna win Norse. I was uh, sorry. The the Norse. The, the, yeah, yeah, that one too. The Vesna. Sorry. So, uh, but he um, finally he, uh, last year he was okay. This year he's been absolutely amazing. I think it's gone under the radar because Philadelphia is so trash. bad, man. I mean, you might not be so far off with your Norris comment. I mean, he basically is their entire defense. Oh yeah. I mean, no one else on that team. Even Sandheim's fallen off since they gave him that contract extension. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm surprised. I haven't really noticed Hart. Uh, and to be fair, probably part of that is because, like you mentioned, Philadelphia is just god awful. Yeah, because he's been like, it's insane to me how how he uh like he just for so long he's been like uh, touted as a bust because to be fair, it took him a, a while to get to this point. But right now he's put the team on his back and it's just like. Anytime they get a win, it's because of him. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think he's, I haven't checked this. I will check this right now. Uh, but um, I think he's probably one of the uh, goalies with the highest goal save above expected in the league. Um, I can check that for young people. He's six. I mean, he is six. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they got Tony D'Angelo, who doesn't play defense. Rasmus Wissalainen, who doesn't play defense. Travis Sandheim, who used to play defense. <laughs> Ryan Ellis plays defense, but guess what? He just doesn't play he's, anymore because he's, he's hurt dead. all the time. He's just dead right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, and it doesn't help that they're trading Sealer, Nick Sealer, right? They're probably going to trade him. And uh, he's a, there. I, I see, there's like a number seven, to be fair. Yeah, really? but he's like, they're probably one of their better actual defense. I, actually, I, I think it's Justin Braun. Mm. Oh, that's a good point, actually. I forgot. I, I I was, forgot he's playing Justin like. Braun, I haven't heard him, and that's honestly hard about him because that's honestly a good thing when it comes to the Flyers because yeah, that means he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, to Key's point, Jay Fresh has Carter Hart eighth in the league for goals of the most expected. Okay, so uh, yeah. plus nineteen point two, so that's good, very good. Who's number one? Uh, uh, Sorokin. Oh, never mind then. Oh, Sorokin. By by a landslide, by like six goals. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> Well, I'm surprised because I, I figured that New York, you know, I guess they're not playing under trots anymore. But historically, yeah. New York's been a team that doesn't allow many high danger opportunities. Yeah. So. Also, number 10, Sam Montembeau. Hey, he's oh. been good. Hey, he's been good for Montreal. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I he's, thought this guy was like a AHL. I was like, holy crap, where did this come from? You know, no, no. I don't want to admit this. Are coming out of nowhere. I don't want to admit this. But like I would, it would be really cool if Bedard went to uh, Montreal. No, no, I, know, I, would hate it. I would hate it. I would really, really no. hate it. But like, come on, uh, like Bedard no. versus Matt. I know, I, I know. I don't care. I, I don't know, care. I know. It's good. Do you know how insufferable? Do you remember how insufferable we were when we got Matthews? Can you imagine how insufferable Habs fans are going to be when they get Bedard? Well, to be no, fair, to be fair, they'll be right. And second of all, it's good for the league, not good for me. But like, I mean, it's, it's okay when it's okay when Matthews loses in the first round again. He's going to go to LA in twenty twenty four. So don't worry. Oh, he it's was... LA now, huh? <laughs> I, 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 Why would you want to play in a fucking college stadium? Tell them that. Tell the whole league that. I don't know. <laughs> anyways, anyways but no, Matthews uh, is staying. Anyways. Okay, uh, I guess we can do number four. Yeah, we'll go do number four, Q. Actually, um, yeah, wait, Siakam, have you done your third one? Um, No, not yet, not yet. Okay, okay, okay Siakam, let's do third. Who's your third um, one? So this is my last one, and it's uh, Philip Ronick um, mm-hmm. for Detroit. Uh, to be fair, I think he's fallen off a little bit. Siders finally started heating up a bit. Um, but, you know, he's been... You know, a lot of people thought coming... Ronick's always been a solid, like, 
you know, top four defenseman, but he hasn't really been viewed as a guy who's, you know, a top pair guy, right? But this year, I think he's produced like one. And, uh, hey, props to me. Drafted him in fantasy. Had a feeling. Was waiting for that sophomore slump from from Sider. Figured somebody mm-hmm. had to take over that power play one unit. Yeah, banked on it was right. So uh, uh, we're just gonna ignore the last three weeks when I forgot to start my entire team, and now I'm like <laughs> last in my league. <laughs> but oh, no. hey, Hronik's been a, a demon for me. So uh, he's been he's been great this year. Uh, so yeah, he's he's that's, my guy. That's a good pick, Eric Four. Uh, okay, so I have Martin Natchez of the Carolina Hurricanes, and okay. this guy's had a bit of a breakout this year. He's Playing, I believe, with uh, Sebastian Ajo on the first line, and man, I would wager. I would like honestly say that he's been their best player, and I know that's a lot to say. He's, I think, he's still leading their team in points. Yes, he is. But um, even with guys like Ajo and um, Taravainen, who have, to be fair, played less games, he's still leading the team in points, and I think his goal, expected goals is probably. Uh, let me check right now. It is second highest on the team behind Ajo. And he's always been a, a decent defensive player, too. Um, I don't think that's changed this year. Yes, it hasn't changed this year. So, um, you know, I think Martin Natchez, he's... It's not really... It's not a full-on breakout because he's been good for a while. But, like, this year, I think he's made it... He stepped it up a bit extra. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good pick. Yeah, Martin Natchez, I mean, he's always been... You know, he's always had this elite skill, right? It was just a matter of... Okay, when's he gonna, you know, when's he gonna show it off in the NHL? And he has done so this year, so that's that's good for him. I don't agree that he, like, I don't agree with Aho being the All Star this year for Carolina. I, it should have a hundred percent been Marty Natchez, but yeah, I mean, the All Star game's a joke anyway. So yeah, so that's... no one really cares. Um, yeah, my number four, maybe not surprising because I mean, you guys know how good this player is, and I mean, I know how good this player is, but. Just to see this production from him, mm, Zach I, I Hyman. Yeah, knew it. Um, I mean, he's on he's on pace for over ninety points, and I mean, no one expected this when Edmonton signed him. Let's be honest; people are like, okay, you know, he'll be good for the first three, four years, then you know, they'll start to wear down. But no, he's been incredibly healthy since signing here. Thank God that knee hasn't died out yet. Knock on wood. Um, I feel but... personally attacked from that last <laughs> statement because <laughs> I know he's talking about it. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, this is exactly what the player the Oilers needed. Like, uh, it's kind of like Karasmus' Chris Kunitz or Pascal Dupuis. McDavid needed a winger that just goes hard to net, hard, fights in the corners for the puck. And get it. Like, that's what Hyman does. And he's going to hit, well, he's, he should hit 30 goals. He's at 27 right now. Um, he'll hit well over 80 points and it's surprising that like he's also doing this um while you know he gets all the pk time in the world he plays on a first unit power play but he's also been actually kind of unlucky this year he his goal his goals above expected is negative eight which means he's not really finishing his chances and he still has 27 goals that's crazy and he actually he has five goals taken away this season as well oh my god so, like, who knows? He could be, like, at 35 goals right now. It's insane to me how well Zach Hyman is playing. Um, Man, that whole Oilers offense in general. Okay, not the whole Oilers offense. Like, there's <laughs> four players. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no. Uh, their bottom six actually hasn't been a negative this year. They've actually been positive goal differential. 
Yeah, but like those uh, Nugent Hopkins. Uh, well, obviously you have the big four up there, yeah. right? And exactly. those are the ones that carry the offense. But I don't. I wouldn't say that the Oilers' bottom six is a negative this year as opposed to previous years. Previous years they were dog crap. This year I don't think it's a big worry. They're keeping the puck out of the net, and they actually been scoring in recent games. I mean, look at Ryan McLeod for example. Like the kid is having a breakout year. I think he's on like he's missed some time with injury, but. In an 82 point in an 82 game year, he would be on pace for 35 goals. He has 10 already on the year. Like, you know, they have good young kids coming up, and you know, it's good. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, they're still waiting for Hallway to break out. He's been playing like four or five minutes, which I don't know why they're burying him on the fourth line. Just send him back to Bakersfield, please. But no, no, send him, send him to San Jose. For, for Eric Carlson. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what? I I I sent Hallway to San Jose if it meant we got Timo Meyer back. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I mean you yeah, wish. but Man, what, is he tra- Timo Meyer. But yeah, I mean Zach Hyman, unbelievable year. Uh don't know how Chandler Stevenson got into the All Star game over him. I, I the one the one player per team rule is so stupid. But yeah, just good for Hyman. I'm pretty sure Leaf fans love to see that too, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, Zach's. Uh, yeah, you go, you go, Q. He's ob- He's a treasure. So, um, I like even though he's not with the Leafs anymore, it does make us happy to see that he's doing well because not many more, not many people deserve it like he does because he works so damn hard. Mm-hmm. What a what a beauty, Zach Hyman. What a beauty. Um, I, I hope he stays healthy. You know, I, I I'm I'm gonna be honest. If there is a player that I want to see win a cup that's not a Maple Leaf right now, it would be Zach Hyman. I mean, he's just been one of my favorite players. So, um, knock on wood. You know, Leafs Leafs Oilers finals. Eh, that'd be fun. It would. Ah, really uh, you know what? Fun. Let's let's just get past the first round first. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh... Yeah. I'm how does it feel? That how does it feel that it's you knew your opponent back in December, like in December, like first oh, in December. Like, oh, well, we're playing Tampa Bay first round. God, bro. It's so annoying. Like genuinely, I don't know why they, okay. So it's, it was rivalries they wanted out of this, um, uh, this, what's it called? This playoff format. Right. But like, is anyone having, is, is anyone really bro, enjoying when the bro, same even Sidney Crosby doesn't like the, the, yeah. the, the division format? Yeah. He was like, I don't know why we do that. I was like, yeah, me, me neither, Sid. I don't know either. Uh, uh, does the, does the, I guess it's just because, you know what? This is what it is. The NHL enjoys this. The NHL gets so many views off of, off of least fans' tears. They, they love it. They, they love seeing the yeah. get smacked being like a top four team in the NHL every single season and then just get slapped around by like the second best team. And, and, and how can the Leafs be a top four team every single year record-wise but still end up on the second? There's always one dumb team in the Atlantic that just outperforms preseason expectations. Last year it was Florida. This year it's going to be Boston. And we just have to play Tampa. Like, like We went from having to play Boston every year to now we have to play Tampa every year in the first round. Like, I'm sick of, I don't want to play these guys anymore. Funny, I, like, I, I hate looking at Pat Maroon's face. Like, I mean, it's funny because Tampa might be better than last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh my god, man! <laughs> it's hilarious. It's not funny to you, but it's hilarious to me. Oh my god! Can we just go back to the one to eight, please? Like, like. I mean, like, where do we still we, play we, Tampa? We, Let me check. I'll double check. Um, this this, this year, I think so. This year, I, th- I think it's like it's like a four-five matchup. Would, like, yeah, New Jersey's yeah, just going crazy for some reason. No, New Jersey kind of fell off though, eh? What, what, what is the right? What is the standings right now? What would the one to eight be? Uh, Boston, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Washington, New Jersey, Rangers, and Toronto, Tampa. That's like one new matchup, I think. 
<laughs> and in the West, West Dallas, Colorado, Vegas, Calgary, um, Winnipeg, LA, Edmonton, Seattle. And man, I mean, so it does. I, I guess it didn't change that much. Look, I don't care. Okay, maybe this year is a bad year to bring it up, but last year I know for a fact we wouldn't be playing Tampa in round one. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And I'm just going to say last year's team took Tampa to seven games. If we could take last year's Tampa team to seven games, we could have made it to the second round. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say that. And then there's the whole No, you would have probably went to the final. Oh, yeah. No, that's fact. Oh, yeah, that's true. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Also, but... uh, if you did the, if we did the, oh, this is funny. Last year, if we did the 1-8 thing, you would have played Boston. Oh. Okay, but to be fair, last year's Boston team was not like incredible. They, they... Not... we probably still will have lost. <laughs> first round. First round. First you can't, you can't escape the demons. We can't, we can't escape these guys. Like, like we got, we got, we got, we got golden opportunities with with Washington, Columbus, and Montreal. Montreal. That, that's what that pisses Montreal. We and then they went to the final. Like, no, no, we, we won't talk about the playoffs team. Let's move on. Let's move on. Next team, next player, next player, next player. Uh, number five. Oh, you want to go number five, Q? Uh, okay, yeah. So I think. This one, um, I had to save to the last because Tage Thompson has been on a different level. I'm not. I wouldn't say he's been surprising. He showed it last year. I mean, he has showed it last year, but to this extent, I don't know if that's. Uh, hey, you know what? That's a good point, actually. Now that I think about you. it. I, all I'm gonna say, Q, took him in the fifth round in my fantasy draft. Oh, you smart guy. <laughs> took him, I, I was, a, I was a believer. Everyone looked. Everyone, in my fantasy team looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, I know something you don't. <laughs> Tage Thompson, on a, man. On a side a note, good for Buffalo, man. Like, good yeah, for Buffalo. That Cousins contract. That Cousins contract is looking nice. A couple years from now, seven point one million for for he's what twenty one years old. Yeah, I mean, they, and nice they added contract. um, sorry, they added uh Matt Savoy. Uh, they added damn yeah. the draft. Oslin, you know how high I am on Oslin. I've been you I've been screaming on. I'm telling you, Oslin. <laughs> nah, that that four core gonna be nasty when Oslin comes in like the. Nicholas backs from two point. Can you imagine that Austin feeding Tage Thompson on a fat on a, on an odd man rush? It's <laughs> oh. Buffalo. They managed to mess it up somehow. There's too many players I like on on Buffalo now. I can't hate on Buffalo anymore. Not I love Tage team. Thompson. I love Alex Tuck. I love Matt Savoy. I love I love Noah Austin. Uh, I can't hate on them anymore. I, I need Buffalo to be kind of. <laughs> All right, number five Q. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Tate Thompson. I, I, I because okay. I, don't, I can't actually think of any other player right now. But like, uh, there probably is. Let me see. Uh, Troy Terry has actually been pretty good too, but he's also good last season. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Brock right. Nelson might not be a bad shot. That's, that was that was my fifth player. Yeah, Brock Nelson. I mean, he's on my fantasy team too. Waiver wire pickup, baby. Let's go. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how Brock. No- I mean, he's. I think he already set a career high in points, or maybe he's close to it. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got 49 it. points this year. His career high was last year, 59, but he's played 20 less games. Yeah, he'll um, break it. Like, I mean, he's like the only Islander that's kind of doing something. And I'm not gonna count Bullhorn back because he played. He's played like three games, right? But and, like, uh, Sorokin. I mean, yeah. I mean, Sorokin is just Sorokin is literally just a different animal. Like, if Sorokin doesn't win the Vesna, there is something wrong with the NHL voting uh, system. They just look at the wins and think, oh yeah, man, look look at Allmark. I mean, he's been good. You know what? Uh, I was a believer in Omar since day one. I remember from the uh, the GM mode. The, the, the I was like, mode. I was like, I was like, I was telling you guys, this kid is good. Just give him a chance, and he's one of the best goalies in the league right now. 
I remember last year he didn't have a very good year though. I was jumping all over you. I was like, oh, yeah. America. And then you're like, ooh, you're a little nervous there. I could tell. He was like, ah. Uh, he, yeah, he might have lost a bit of faith. He might have lost a little bit of faith in him. I'm just saying. I mean, Swayman. I mean, Swayman kind of took the reins at the end of last year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's such a switch up, man. Like that's what I'm saying. It's it's just an insane amount of good goalies, and they just come out of like they've been bad for a while, and then they come out of nowhere. And besides hey, Sean but, Gibson, and, I'm just gonna. Man. I'm just. I'm just gonna say though, how how bad does Yzerman look right now? Steve Yzerman look right now for taking Kosa over Wallstedt. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I know they're both young, and some goalies take longer. But Wallstead's killing it in the AHL right now, and Wolkosa has not looked good in the three games. Bro, he's honestly, Eisenman might have been a fraud. Like that Shiraz contract still makes no sense. Yeah, that's true. And uh, he's dumping Vrana basically at the end of the season for nothing. I don't know, like, man. Like, well, Vrana hasn't been good either, to be fair. But like, I mean, like yeah, he's got the whole addiction addiction situation. But yeah, you know, that's man, I don't know, man. Like Julian Breesbaugh has been like basically pulling the same shenanigans Eisman did. They're like I don't know, maybe there's someone behind the scenes controlling Tampa Smooth. Like it's, I don't know. Like I like ever since Eisman went to um, Detroit, he hasn't really kind of been the same. Like like I mean, it looked TV. like he was the same, and now it just doesn't. To be fair, I think it looked like it was the same because we were giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like when they when they took Kosa over Wallstead, like there were a lot of people that were like, uh but then it was like, oh, you know what? Stevie Y sees something that we don't, yeah. you know? And I mean, God. I mean, to be fair, Kosa did look good. I mean, to, I didn't really watch him for most of his junior. I just watched him at the at the WJC. I'm not going to lie, Shay, he didn't look very good. I just took your word for it. You you Because he was an Edmonton Oil King, right? Yeah, that's my boy. He's, he's, I don't know, man. He's your boy's not looking too hot right now for for Grand Rapids. He's got like an eight 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 six save percentage. Or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Wallstead's like nine eighteen, and he's like he was like um, AHL All Star this year. Uh, I mean, yeah. And by the way, the AHL All Star game, like I didn't watch all of it, but it was actually kind of fun to watch. Like I didn't oh, know most. Of, I didn't know a lot of the players, which is not probably on bad on my part. But I just did look them up after and. I thought it was pretty interesting, to be honest. It was a lot more fun than the NHL one, I'll tell you that. They actually, well, because they actually try. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> if there's incentive for the players at the All-Star game, at least he'd try. But, you know, that's a, that's a different topic. Anyway, that's a good bad. opportunity for a big charity event, too, to help other people. That's like... Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, but, you know. All I can say is I'm very glad I did not tune into the All-Star game this year. I was too Same. busy. <laughs> the, uh, the skills comp was the worst. It was unwatchable, man. Oh yeah, it, it sucked. Just so I many. Heard. I saw the golf thing. That was that was just so stupid. <laughs> like I, I I turned on the TV, saw this, and then I like, turned it off because I didn't want. I was it like, anymore. what is this garbage? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Anyways, that should do it for today's episode. Oh, now we get to diss people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, are we not doing disappointing players? Oh no, that's that's in the next one. Oh like, crap. No, like we're recording two we're today. Recording oh, dude, never mind. <laughs> it's just two separate videos. Yeah. We're going to have to keep it that in. No, that no I'll one. edit that out. I'll edit <laughs> that, right? to edit that one out, yeah. All right. Anyways, thank you guys for watching today's episode of the Tendercast. Uh, like always, we'll probably do, I mean, the deadline's in a month or so, the last than three weeks. We'll probably do a trade deadline preview like we always do. We'll do a stream, but I don't think I'm actually going to make it to, to this year's stream because uh, I got classes to go to, and if I skip class, I'm fucked. 
Well, depends what time. What, what what is it? Weekday? It's a Friday. It's a Friday. Uh, man, a little bit sketchy for me too. I'm I'm at work, so. I'm still um, in high school, so I don't really have. <laughs> it might be. Just, it might... just wait. Just wait, Q. Your time will come. Give it a year. Yeah, it might be. Rossi and Pat. Rossi and Patrick might have to uh, just carry the podcast up there. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, the deadline should be fun. We'll see. Obviously, if there's trades so that, yeah, if there's trades that come in, obviously we'll do videos on it, like we did for Tarasenko. We did a Horvat video. So yeah, uh, keep your eyes on that. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. All right. Disappointing.